Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us comprehend our divine family. This is the 57th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle. And I invite you to open your heart to these words. And so far as our essential being is concerned, God made us so noble and so rich that we always work his will and his glory. When I say we, I mean those who will be saved. For I saw truly that we are what he loves and we always do what pleases him without limit And from the great riches and exalted nobility of our essential being, virtues come to our soul in due measure when it is bound to our body and we become sensory beings. And so in our essential being, we are complete. And in our sensory being, we are lacking. But God will remedy this by making mercy and grace flow abundantly into us from his own natural goodness. And so his natural goodness makes mercy and grace work within us. And the natural goodness which we have from him enables us to receive the workings of mercy and grace. I saw that our nature is complete in God and he makes diverse qualities flow into it from him to do his will. And these are sustained by nature and restored and completed by mercy and grace. And none of these shall be lost, for the higher part of our nature is bound to God in its creation, and God is bound to the lower part of our nature in taking on flesh. Thus, the two parts of us are united in Christ, for the Trinity is included in Christ in whom the higher part of our nature is grounded and rooted. And the second person of the Trinity has taken on the lower part, a nature which was ordained for him from the beginning. For I saw quite certainly that all the works which God has done or ever shall do were fully known to him and foreseen before time began. And he made mankind for love, and for the same love chose to be man himself. The next good which we receive is our faith, in which our profit begins. And it comes from the great riches of our essential being into our sensory soul. And it is grounded in us, and we in it, through the natural goodness of God, by the operation of mercy and grace. And from all this come all the other goods by which we are guided and saved. For from it come God's commandments, of which we should have two sorts of understanding. These are first, to love and obey what he bids, and second, to know what he forbids and to hate and reject it. Everything we do is included in these two. The seven sacraments are also included in our faith, 
following each other in order as God has ordained them for us. So are all manner of virtues. For through the goodness of God, the same virtues which we have received from our essential being, given to us by nature, are also by the operation of mercy given to us through grace, renewed by the Holy Ghost. These virtues and gifts are treasured up for us in Jesus Christ. For at the same time that God bound himself to our body in the virgin's womb, he took on our sensory soul, and in doing so, he enclosed us all within himself, and united the sensory soul with our essential being, a union in which he was perfect man. For Christ, having bound into himself each man who shall be saved, is perfect man. Thus, Our Lady is our mother, in whom we are all enclosed, and we are born from her in Christ. For she who is mother of our Savior is mother of all who will be saved in our Savior. And our Savior is our true mother in whom we are eternally born and by whom we shall always be enclosed. This was shown abundantly, fully and sweetly. And it is spoken of in the first showing where he says that we are all enclosed in him and he is enclosed in us. And it is spoken of in the 16th showing where it says that he sits in our soul for it is his pleasure to reign blissfully in our understanding and to sit restfully in our soul and to dwell endlessly in our soul, working us all into himself. And in this working, he wants us to help him, giving him all our attention learning what he teaches, keeping his laws, desiring that everything he does should be done, faithfully trusting in him. For I saw that truly our essential being is in God. Having been raised in a non-traditional family myself, I've often wondered and worried about people and families whose narratives don't fit the normal mom, dad, two sets of grandparents expectation. Here, Julian flips the narrative, and instead of trying to get human relationships to live up to the standards set by ancient examples, she makes God to be father and to be mother encouraging us to draw our analogies and our expectations of family life from God and from his example, rather than trying to get humans to live up to supernatural relationships. When we reverse the direction of comparison, letting go of perfect parenting or ideal families, Finding our understanding of relationships and love from God first, and letting that grace and mercy trickle down. Then we find divine love filling in any gaps that our beloved, broken human families might suffer. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.